Open up and tell me shit. Like, why haven't you fucked Myra yet? Well, we can't because of Pillow Pants. The fuck's Pillow Pants? Pillow Pants is a little troll who lives in her pussy. Pillow Pants is her pussy troll? <laughs> Duh. You know how every girl's parents put a pussy troll in them when the girls are young to keep them from having premarital sex? Sure. Well, Myra's is named Pillow Pants. And so, even though she totally wants to have sex with me, Myra says, if I put my thing in her, Pillow Pants will bite it off. So, I gotta wait until Pillow Pants gets peed out of her body on her 21st birthday before we can have sex. And Myra told you this? Boyfriends and girlfriends talk to each other about sex stuff, Randall. You'd know this if you ever had a girlfriend. Have you and Myra even kissed yet? We would have already if it wasn't for Lister Fiend. Lister Fiend is her mouth troll, isn't it? Women. I'll be right back. エピソードで全ての中に使用としてことではないような顔料プロセスで芸能です。なんかなんかスピーキングかなんか。<笑><笑> I'm too sober for this shit. Okay, and we are here, semi-live, semi-nude. Um, we'll say that Q is nude and the rest of us are semi-live. Um, we actually have three of the four people in the same room at the same time. It's amazing, it's a miracle, it's modern technology. I think that's one of the sign, seven signs of the apocalypse. It is. Once we get Q in the same room with us, it is definitely one of the signs of the apocalypse. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 next summer. Next summer, we're gonna have to Oh, that's right, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right. The world will end next summer, just so you're all aware. That's what's gonna happen. I'm trying to look at my own levels as I talk. This is, uh, that's talent, kids. That's, that's a sexy knob you're putting yeah. in your mouth there, dude. Speaking of sexy knobs, sex <laughs> criminals. Uh, but so, to start out, our lone wolf out on patrol, we have Q. Hi, I'm Q. I'm busy with theater things and um, reading comic books. Yes. Keeps your life busy. Yes. Do you have another meeting where people don't understand that expensive things are only in one scene? <laughs> no, uh, this this meeting is, uh, so we just did a purge of our costume loft where we donated a bunch of stuff to um, high schools, and so me and the um, ladies who are also in charge of the costume loft are meeting to discuss what it is that we'd like to do next, so we didn't quite get through everything that's up there. Um, yeah, which is super exciting. I know. So it's a ladies' loft meeting. Yes, it is. It's the ladies' loft meeting. We we cucumber sandwiches, drink tea, and talk about boys, braid each other's hair. You are the ladies who watch. Yeah, we we really are. <laughs> except it's dinner time. So. Uh. <laughs> oh, you know what? We need to start this recording. Hey, now I'm recording everybody multi-track. Well, no, we'll have everything I mean, on there. My, my you're recording. recording. You were recording, so you're fine, and I really had so Yes, yes you've just been recording me. Well, no, I mean, we have the, the general mic that you're listening to, so we had a general feed, but now everyone will be separated and clearer. And, yeah. Obvious. At least it wasn't like halfway through the show, so, you know. <laughs> Welcome to Fidelity, kids. Uh, so, uh, um, oh no, your loft thing reminded me, I don't know why, um, where I work we have people who do all the rigging, the theatrical rigging, and uh, they're typically called riggers, but we decided 
decided that that sounded politically incorrect, so we called them Aloft Americans. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a terribly racist story of um, we uh, we asked for uh, somebody to come in to work on something, and one of the guys walked in, and he looked up, and there was this uh, uh, guy who works with us named Roger, who is a... Uh, a black man, and he looked up at him, and then he said, "No, no, no! I specifically said rigger," <laughs> and uh, Roger laughed his ass off. So, um, anyway, uh, a non-aloft American, and actually in the same room with me for the rare occurrence uh, outside of like my wedding, and then when I come to stay at his house, we have Todd. Hi, I'm Todd here in Salt Lake, busy attending meetings when we should be podcasting instead. But don't they know who you are? I know. Can you believe work <laughs> is getting in the way of this? But there's nowhere I'd rather be than here. So, yeah. Yes. And uh, the pet of the badger, who is asleep behind Todd, yes. we have Adam. The evil badger. Hey, this is Adam. Uh, check out my stuff on Big Shiny Robot, Bored as Hell Podcast, obviously here. Uh, and due to the magic of podcasting, I am both stressed out and excited that Comic-Con is over. Stressed out more excited that it's over because, yeah, magic happens here. So Yes, we, we, we have broken the, uh, the time-space continuum and uh, both know that... Uh, the, uh, the Comic Con was awesome. I'll have to edit myself up being an idiot. <laughs> and, uh, which I always say that I'm going to and I never do. It's just, then it's just me going, oh, I should edit that up. Um, yeah, because that takes effort. No, actually, I do a fair amount of No, you do. Out. I'm saying. <laughs> but those things take more effort than we want. Yeah, no. Taking out all the ums and whatever would take me years. So. We'd still be on our first episode. We, should, we would be. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. And then, of course, I am um, also a non-aloft American. Uh, I'm Brian. I normally am in Southern California, but I am actually in Utah. So, uh, fantastic. We're here. We're here for Comic-Con, um, which was last week or two weeks ago at this point in time. But also tomorrow. But also tomorrow. I know. See if you can do the math to figure out when we're recording I think this. maybe we just had too much wine at the Monaco. And there we're we just stuck <laughs> in an infinite time loop. You know what? If, if there's wine involved, I'm okay with that kind of infinite time loop. Um, so, we are reading this week uh, Sex Criminals, which is a great and lovely book, but very awkward to read in public. Um, uh, so, uh, luckily, this is an explicit uh, podcast and not suitable for work. So, uh, we also don't read this uh, book at work. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it, at least. Um, also, I will say, today I was flying in, and I was trying to look up uh, a good cocktail to uh, to uh, use on this show, and I was sitting next to a young BYU girl going to back to school, and I'm using the JetBlue's Wi-Fi and looking up sex cocktails, criminal cocktails, <laughs> sex criminal cocktails, uh, you know, like crime and punishment cocktails, and so, yeah, that's... Um, and then the air marshal came over. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm no longer allowed in the, in the great state of Zion anymore. So... You still with us, Q? Yeah. You're shockingly quiet. Okay. I just miss you. You're not here. I just, you know, I need to feel your presence. I don't have the chat board to type against, so. I know. It's actually, <laughs> they'll probably be the least amount of distractions on this one. Uh, <laughs> but we're actually concise to the point this time. This will be shocking. Uh, yes, this might not be an episode you're used to. Uh, we will, of course, be distracted by the piles of Blu-rays and uh, action figures um, behind Adam's head, and I'm sure there's some around behind me as well. Fancy. Um, yeah, basically, I need to either get a new place or buy a storage unit. I've got way too much shit, and that's just the movies. Yeah, there's, you know, there's some fancy things. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, oh, look, Fiona, good. Okay, anyway, so, <laughs> see, like I said, there'll be some random side notes. So, um, we will do like we do every week. Um, we're going to sort of give you a quick preview as to what Sex Criminal is. Then we're going to take a little brief break. And then we will go all spoilerific on this little uh, shindig. Uh, and hopefully get Q out of here in time for his aloft meeting. Um, so, uh, since this is probably one of my recommendations, this is uh, Sex Criminals, which is written by Mac Fraction, who is consistently pretty good. And also, the art is by Chip Zardowski. Zardowski? Zardowski. Who, uh, I, I mean, I like the art on this. The thing I thought was really interesting is the fact that he is actually also the uh, writer in his own right, and is currently writing the um, new. Thinking about it, um, Todd just stole my book, but it's not in there anyway. Um, he's writing uh, Howard the Duck. Is being written by uh, Chip uh, Chip Sardowski. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so, right. um, also, uh, if you remember uh, Bitch Planet that we did several several moons ago, um, the writer of that is the spouse of um, Matt Fraction, who write, what's this, write this, wrote this, and I haven't been drinking, kids. So I have. I know. I want to. I'll make you one of the break. Okay. Okay. So anyway, 
Sex criminals. Basic uh, story here is there's a girl who discovers that when she orgasms, time stops and she can go wander around and do whatever she wants to do and uh, thinks that she's the only one. Eventually she finds a guy who uh, can do it as well. Um, and uh, so then they end up, you know, uh, using their newfound abilities to be able to, uh, you know, basically rob banks. Um, and uh, With his glowing dick. With, with his glowing dick, yes. Um, yes, there are some uh, very interesting um, things. It is a. Uh, this book is both as dirty as you expect it to be, and not as dirty as you expect it to be, all in the, the same time. And in its dirtier moments, it's juvenile and funny, um, and uh, has some profound moments. Actually, I quite like it. Does that uh, sound concise to everyone on that? Yeah. Yes. And as a reminder, I mean, we're we're pretty blue on this podcast, yeah. but yes. <clears throat> Even just discussing this book goes beyond our normal level, so, <laughs> so expect this to be one of our dirtier episodes. That is uh, quite possibly true until in a couple weeks when we do a book that uh, Todd and I have been talking about and Q hated. So, uh, right. we're going to take a break. Um, we're going to do some shots for real in person uh, here in just a moment. Um, and then uh, we will jump back in uh, and uh, yeah, here we go. If you have yet to read this week's book and would like to read it now, press pause. Go ahead. We'll wait. Shots! 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 And remember, when this is over, I've got some 16 year old drum you guys have to do a shot. Ooh. Okay. Can I from Puerto Rico? From Puerto oh, Rico. Wow. I am. So. for my drive. I do love this South Park. Actually, I wish it was still. I don't know if you ever saw like the, the, the Six no. Days to Air. Oh yeah, that's that's one of my favorite documentaries. I, I wish it was still on Netflix. It's not. It's not there anymore. But it was amazing. I think it's on one of the seasons. Oh, is it, it now? Last season, you could when you bought it, it came out. Okay, yeah, like because I watched. I got all of them. So yeah, I watched it on Netflix a couple times, and it was awesome. But um, so uh, anyway, so Adam's gonna step away to make cocktails. It looks like, but uh, we will uh, start digging in on this. Warning: You're entering spoiler territory. Don't say I didn't you. Uh, so our f- we first dig in. Since Todd has my copy of the book, I'm looking over his shoulder. Uh, you can have it back. Well, you know, see, this is the problem when we record live. Todd steals things. Well, uh, yes, I ran. Dirty bastard. A little known fact: Todd is a kleptomaniac. Um, so yeah. Uh, so, we start out with uh, some sex in a bathroom, you know, like you should. Um, and uh, we basically get a nice little backstory here, which I think is fun. It kind of like does the uh, examples of like, hey, this is, you know, uh, this is me, this is what's going on, and kind of has a cool little like narrative, sort of like her talking through her life and her self-discovery um, and, uh, and going through of, you know, how she learned that she has this power that when she orgasms, time stops. Um, and, uh, and, and then kind of that weird realization, uh, that not everyone has that experience and she kind of realizes that she's, as far as she's aware, the only person who that happens to. Um, and, uh, some of the weirder moments I love is when she's like, there's this, uh, shot where this guy, she's having sex with this guy, um, like she kind of like gets up and wanders around to this party and looks around while it's all paused and he's, you know, still there in mid thrust. All right, below, which I think it would actually be really unnerving to have sex with a person, blank out for a second, and then mm-hmm. have that person like somewhere else in talk. Like, that would be kind of strange. I mean, maybe it's happened to Adam. We can talk bad about him behind his back. We can do that. But yeah, it's backstory with Harry backs. There's a lot of back ends on this thing. <laughs> so. And she's obsessed with butt stuff. That's she true. is. I learned lots of new words <laughs> with this, and that hasn't happened in a few years. So my vocabulary has regretfully expanded to do this, and yeah. Uh, I would okay. Let's see. I wonder. Q, did you learn any new vocabulary words? No. No. <laughs> I like the chocolate McKitten. That was one of my favorites, and twerking was good, and the uh, electric light switch. I want to try out because that one looks awesome. So, honey, I love you, and we have some fun in our future, because the electric light switch has our name all over it. Um, yeah, there's uh, a whole page of made-up, uh, at least I'm hoping made-up, uh, 
uh, sex activities, uh, which are amazing. Uh, brimping is pretty weird. Um, well, what's really funny, did you guys ever see the movie Dirty Shame by John Waters? Uh, I I am aware of it. Oh, this one with yes. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Right? Yes. So in in Q, you, know, you love John Waters like I do, and I'm 99 percent sure this is where it came from. But I remember they did the same thing with weird sexual positions and stuff, mm-hmm. and they jokingly made up felching. I had heard that word before this movie. Okay, because I didn't know about that. And then, like, and then afterwards, yes. they're like, "Oh, this is a real thing now." And I was like, "John Waters just created the dirtiest part of the internet." <laughs> it was terrible. And when I watched that movie, because I had another friend, and we would just try to out dirty each other, and yeah. I was like, you know, it's um, rock paper scissors Spock felching was just like nothing beats felching. Yeah. And then and then we saw Tub Girl. Saw Tub Girl, but when you learn that felching is a real word and it exists out in the world I just cried a little bit more inside and felt dirty fun activity for your uh, HR department and uh, your office look up felching on the internet while you're at work just see what happens (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get sued (laughs) or fired um Okay, so plowing on ahead. Um, plowing on ahead. Uh, you know, so basically this girl goes ahead, she starts doing some experimentation, she ends up finding this guy she really digs, they end up hooking up, and then they both realize that they can both stop time. Uh, he also has uh, a job that he hates, and so he uses his time to, uh, he will, uh, you know, basically masturbate at work, stop time, and then go shit in his boss's uh, potted plant. Um, that is in this issue, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm like, I'm not making that up. No, uh-huh. And with this, though, coming into here, one of my absolute favorite, and this is like, you can um, relabel this book as Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, is when the girl has her orgasm and the world is on pause, she calls it the quiet. That's and right. it's such a cute little girly princess thing. And when she says, oh, I call it the quiet, what do you call it? And then you've got this perverted guy, or just guy, and he says, it's come world. Yeah. So and- <laughs> she goes to the quiet, and he goes to world. And speaking of world, that is my drink for this week. <laughs> and both Todd and Adam are drinking yeah. it in front of me. So I, yeah, it's tasty. So I did leave one part out of this. I uh, know. It's sweet. It, it's pineapple based. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I did leave something out of this. So what it is based? Uh, what you normally would do is you would get a uh, like a you know eight ounce cock glass. You mm-hmm. take a lemon wedge, put it around the edge to get it wet. You dip it in tropical punch pop rocks. Which is the part I left out because I couldn't find it. They don't exist okay. anywhere up here. Uh, and then you do one and a half shots of vodka, one and a half shots of I'm using fruit punch. Top it off with a uh, seven, eleven lime soda, and then two or three dashes of bitters, stir it up. And I swear to God, it tastes like God's vagina. <laughs> Uh, okay. Delicious. Ooh, what is all this stuff? You oh, he has the holy hand grenade of Antioch. I do have the holy hand grenade of Antioch. So I talked about yeah. Yeah, I just I called it the Cum World because like whenever they go into the Cum World, it's all like sparkly, and I figured that's kind of what this would be like in your mouth with the pop rocks. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So yeah. Um, yeah. So you pulled out some. Uh, you you whipped some out. I'm whips. I, I whipped it out here. So I've got a long tube of something and a great big ball of something here. Um, I looked up. I know I where figured, those are going. Um, <laughs> Sex on the beach would have been a little too on the nose for sex criminals. So mm-hmm. I was trying to figure it out. I was in the liquor store staring around and I saw some Chambord, and it's a raspberry liqueur. So I looked up. Oh, what's drinks with this? And I shit you not. There's a drink called the Cherry Fucker. <laughs> And what it is, it's a shot of Chambord, a shot of sour sour apple pucker, three ounces of pineapple juice. You shake the shit out of that, put it in a little Tom's Gone glass with some ice, and then you put in two cherries. Oh. I thought it sounded quite nice to me, but yeah. Very nice. So the cherry fucker. Okay. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I hope to God my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my, I was I borrowed my mom's car to come out here, and she's like, "Oh, so you have your backpack still in your car?" I'm like, "Yeah, just I got some stuff. I got you know whatever. Like, I'm not admitting that I'm off recording a podcast with my mother because I don't necessarily need her listening to this and being disapproving." Yeah, um, I'm bringing all this to work in my car. It yeah, just felt like I was being naughty. <laughs> So, I guess, since these all are kind of sex drinks, and we have learned about Cum World, this actually does kind of tie into my beverage right now, so we'll just go with it now. My drink is called a Climax. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and it is half ounce of amaretto, half ounce of cream de cacao white, 
um, half ounce of banana liqueur, a half ounce of triple sec, a half ounce of vodka, and one ounce of cream. And you combine it in a cocktail shaker, shake over ice, drain into a glass, um, and enjoy your climax. Uh, and since Q is very quiet, I'm just gonna make sure to check his pulse. Yeah. Is he still alive? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. This whole episode is. Yeah, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm still. Do you have any anything you want to add so far? I mean, Q? that's pretty much how I feel about this book. Really? Yeah. I'm just not. Wasn't a huge fan. Really? Um, See. <laughs> say your piece, and I'll tell you why I have a different opinion. <laughs> and that, and that's fine. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. this is kind of the same thing as Chew, where it's, let me find the most weird and crazy superpower I can give a person, and then they find out that someone else also has that power, and then they're gonna go do crazy weird stuff with it. I, like, a lot of the newer stuff that we've been reading, I just, it just feels the same. Um, okay. I, 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 I mean, it's not that this is a terrible book. Like, this is not Ninja Turtles or um, <laughs> Dark Empire, if, if you will. But but it, ju- it just feels more of the same. Um, and I'm sure that other people could say the same about, you know, like the older classic stuff that I like. Um, I don't I don't think that that's necessarily, um, you know, it's just, it, it's not my taste. Um, this kind of like sexy comic book stuff is not is not really like my thing like I, I think that sex was used a lot better in Saga than in this or in the pro which we can talk about when we actually do it on Sunday um, I, I mean it, it, it was it was it was okay. Um, like my and and maybe it's because um, you know there's so much setup to this that like when you finally get to the exciting stuff it cuts off. Uh-huh. Um, because of my, I was actually more intrigued by the the so-called sex police. Okay. Um, who enter enter in um, soon? Uh, also, like the whole flip flopping back and forth through through time, which is also a very modern um, thing. It, it it just feels old. Like I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. We're starting in the middle, and then we're having a flashback, and then. But I will say that I liked more that she was in the flashbacks and like pointing out stuff versus just text bubbles. Um, I I thought that was a little more interesting. Um, I like the fact that um, the artist made them not necessarily super attractive. Like he definitely made John's nose like kind of big and bulbous, and he he made them both awkward people. Um, but I, I I also think that it speaks a lot about this book that. You know, you guys are talking about this, but the whole reason that they're robbing the banks is because of her library and the fact that she loves books. And it doesn't seem like it's a major plot point to you guys. And I just feel like that's because it wasn't a major plot point to the writers. It was just kind of like, oh, well, what's a reason that we can get them to start robbing banks? Oh, well, she's so nice. Maybe maybe she's a librarian. Um, it, uh, it's all right. <laughs> Well, okay, I, so in return, in, uh, in terms of the plot point about trying to get them uh, to rob banks, I think you have to, I, I think their, their thought process probably, I mean, I, I can't speak for the thought process directly, but in my mind, uh, what makes sense to me is if you have two characters that you want to be likable and you have two characters that you want for the long run for these people, for, the, uh, for people to be worried about if they're in trauma or they're in trouble, but they have to do something illegal for the police to be after them, you have to make them somewhat relatively good people or have good intentions. They're if you sat there, from God. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, so she's trying to, you know, keep a, a library open. Like, if they just decided they were just going to be assholes, somewhere along the way, when they get busted or when the police come after them, you're going to say, well, you kind of should have just not been robbing banks. You know what I mean? Or they would have had, you know, as a, a child, they would have been, you know, uh, you know, robbing, you know, candy stores or whatever and doing it that kind of way. So I also think it's, I mean, the whole, the, the purpose of it is to probably, in my mind, is to have two characters with, you know, in, in an, a, that you are likable that are in a strange situation with strange powers and having them try to cope from no, that. I don't disagree with you there. I'm saying that the actual point of, like, like, they meet at a party for her library fundraiser. And, like, you know, we just kind of glazed over that kind of kind of part of it. It's just, it doesn't seem to be that important. The important stuff is the sex and the robbing of banks. And it, I, I, I don't know. 
I, mean, I, I don't know if it's necessarily not that important. I think it's just, A, I, it's been a while since I've read it. Um, and I was on a plane all day today and didn't really want to pull it out in the middle of a plane uh, to, to review whatever stuff. Uh, yeah, it was a chicken shit about it. Um, but, like, so, I mean, I, I don't know if it's necessarily that it's not important to us, uh, that, that that's why it's glazed over, um, because all the details aren't necessarily in my head um, at that point in time. But it, I will admit that it does start to get really interesting towards the end, but, like, that's kind of what it's leading you into being like, oh, okay, um, you know, what's going on? So, I mean, it might have been better to do the first two books at that point in time so that you kind of get a little bit more of... Um, the, the sex police and what ends up happening with them and then what's their story. And see, I'm, I'm actually with Q a bit on this because yeah. my biggest problem with this book is that, yeah, it's it's, it's a unique take on a story of ours, a, a weird superpower, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I felt like there was too much plot to get in the way of the story. Like, they get the, <laughs> the, the, the flashbacks were a bit much, you know, the, we could have we could have explained both their backstories in half an issue. Okay. Um, and when we got to the end, yeah, it started, you know, picking up, it got interesting, and then it's to be continued. And yeah. Like, yeah, maybe if we would have read both, I would have enjoyed it more. I mean, I I like this book; it's fine, but it kind of felt like it was the. It was almost like when you, um, you know, you start a you know a new ser- a new season of a TV show, mm-hmm. and the first fifteen minutes is previously on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they jump in. It's kind of like we did that, but then we didn't get to the actual episode. I gotcha. So this is the uh, second Matt Fraction book that we've done. The first one was Hawkeye, and it was basically what Hawkeye is up to when he's not avenging with the Avengers. And I like this one a lot better than that one. And looking into it, there is... The other one had some playfulness and fun to it, but I just think he um, was more comfortable in writing this, and he just seemed to be a bit more in the group with it. We had his dick out the whole time, so... It helps. Yeah. So, and you can tell with the artwork with Chip as well, sometimes he was only writing with his, he was drawing with his left hand while the right <laughs> hand was busy. And that explains for some of the artwork there. And back to the artwork a little bit on this. Sometimes the artwork, you can tell he's using a lot of time in Photoshop or whatever computer program he wants to be drawing with the lighting and whatnot. And at other times, it looks like he's just a right-handed man using his left hand trying to get through some of these sexual positions and some of this other stuff to be funny and get it out of the way. And if it's a little bit less overly graphic, it uh, makes it funnier as we're all trying to say, oh, look, there's boobs. Ha ha. Isn't that funny? But this is funny. I mean, it goes back again. It felt like a big men of Mars, women are from Venus. They're both doing their thing. They like hanging with each other. And they're like, hey, we're have this in common, let's do stuff together now because we have this in common even though the rest of it may not be so much and it's just kind of a classic him and her story in a lot of ways for me as it's about the sex is the thing there, but the sex starts to fade in the background for me okay. Um, oh, I might be alone on this <laughs> but uh, so, that's all I, I, I really so enjoy it so I um, okay. My favorite character in this book, if you can call it favorite, I I just love a good <laughs> bitch. Is uh-huh. the the leader of the so-called sex police, who you don't really know what her name is, but they they call her the Kegel because she uses Kegels <laughs> to disappear uh-huh. on them. So I have a cocktail called the Kegel. Um, <laughs> it is also known as the Clit Splitter for, for wow. those of you who would like to go. I, I, originally I was trying to look up um, the recipe when I used to work at a mortgage company. There was a lady that I worked with. I will not say her name. But uh, she was, she was an, uh, not older. So I was like, what, 25 at the time? So she was in her 40s. And um, I thought that she was in her 20s. And I, and I said, hey, how is it that, you know, you just like maintain this whole youth, youthly glow? And she she was from the island. She, I believe she was from Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago? Tobago? Sure. Um, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Um, yeah. She, um, Let's call the whole thing she, off. She said it was a lot of sex. <laughs> and her special drink she called the clit hardener and I can't remember what it was so, so I tried to look it up and I instead found the clit splitter I, I am now renaming it the kegel and it's um, a fourth ounce of amaretto, a fourth ounce of Jack Daniels, a fourth ounce of Malibu and three fourths of peach schnapps shake it up over ice and um, drink that it's, it, it, it sounds sweet but also the, the Jack Daniels is probably going to give you a good kick in your in your groins in your loins <laughs> a kick in the ovaries yeah um but anyway sounds fabulous but j- cheers to that lady because I swear to god 
God, when I first met her, I was like, so she's like what? Like, like 27? And, and she's like, no, I'm 45. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and she always had like the cute boys working on her team with her and I'm like I know why girl I know why <laughs> awesome. so she's basically a succubus I mean maybe I don't know but she she was she was a real cool lady anyway that's awesome my, the greatest insult that was ever hurled at my wife while she had a job in a previous career is um, she was called an ankle by one of her residents it says you're an ankle do you even know what that is and she's like you know, connected to the foot. It's like, no, that's someone who's just three feet beneath the cunt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, and she just started laughing, and she says, that's awesome. Thanks. He's <laughs> like, that's three feet closer than you'll ever get. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm using that from now on. Because <laughs> you can get away with calling people that. Yeah, what's up, ankle? There's uh, a big, yeah, like over there, total ankle. Total ankle. Oh, yeah, we, we have the same thing at work with Sneeper. Sneeper. Oh, yeah. yes. If you, if you go back to a Geek Show episode about, uh, actually, a year ago. A year mm-hmm. ago this month. Uh, yeah, just look up Sneeper. Well, actually, you can just uh, Urban Dictionary Sneeper now that it's made its way there. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, I was, so, like, so, this is just weird. I guess weird random phrases that we've invented at work. Um, so I invented the thing at work called um, uh, the write-on. And uh, basically what it was is it was this way of acknowledging someone of basically like, I heard you, but I'm not going to do a fucking thing about it. And so we were testing this uh, this rig that I was working on, and we're playing it really loud. There's a lot of sub and whatever, and it's early in the morning. It's before we're open uh, to the public, and this guy in this other room comes up, and he's like, it's really loud. And I just go, right on. He goes, we're trying to get some stuff done in there. I'm like, right on. And then eventually he just kind of like gets frustrated and walks away. And so I said, tell friends of, me, friends of mine about this. I'm like, but the problem is, is that eventually some fucker's going to write on me and I'm going to know exactly what that means. People, someone's going to be like, right on. I'm like, fuck you. I know what that means. And it took like three months before someone was like, right on. I'm like, fuck you. And we started using focus. Fuck off because you're stupid. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah, that works. All right. Uh, so uh, what is the climax of Sex Criminals Volume 1? I would say it's when the uh, the sex police break into the go in because they're in the yeah. bank. They're robbing mm-hmm. the bank, and the sex police are like, you know, we know you're in there. Come on out, because the, the the head ones been tracking them down for a while and kind of knows mm-hmm. what's going on. And uh, basically, they get in a fight with them, and they get beat up by dildos, and uh, then they go on the run. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. and the climax would be much better had it not been broken up by seven flashbacks. <laughs> Thank you, Tarantino. Yeah, just hmm. or Zack Snyder. Well, pretty much anybody. But really, I think Rob goes back to Tarantino. It's probably the first one. I mean, with Pulp Fiction, a lot of work. Yeah, but he did it well. He did. He did do it very well. And uh, I'm also just gonna say, it might just be Matt Fraction. He, in my opinion, sort of ruined the X-Men for a while. So that may be why I just have bad taste in my mouth from him. I mean, I actually like Top Guy. So, uh-huh. uh, so I can't say that I'm, like, super... <laughs> Super anti-fraction. Yeah, but like this, just I am. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. once again, I I liked it better. Well, no, I like DMZ better than this. Um, really? Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, we, we should start a Q scale. Okay, so <laughs> at the bottom of the Q scale is a uh, is a Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles definitely. And then the top of the Q scale is probably going to be like I would say um, uh, Dark Phoenix. Probably. Okay, so and and Saga is also up there as something that I hadn't read yeah. previously. Okay, so Saga. Okay, so that's there. So then, uh, what's probably a good solid midpoint? Well, I, I'm try- um, I don't know. Probably. I mean, should we find a lot of stuff? This is what episode like 27. I don't even know. Uh, no, it's uh, like 22. 20, 22. 22. 22. Yes. Oh, that's right. Because because <laughs> Star Wars. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's Star Wars. Well, I think I literally said all of eight, like maybe eight minutes worth. So I was like, all right, I'm out. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. A good. A good midpoint. What's What's some of the other stuff that we read? Uh, wow. Well, so we got Killing Joke, Preacher, Preacher, mm-hmm. um, um, Hawkeye, 
Hawk, Death Note. Death Note. Um, Haw Hawkeye might be a good, a good midpoint. A good middle point. Because okay. I, I, I don't want to be unfair and have it be things that like I've read previously or that okay. I suggested. Um, because gotcha. I think that's unfair. Whereas if it's stuff that I completely had not read before, might be. You know, I, I will say reading this though with Q, I think the sexiest moment in comics I have ever read though has to be on the Judas contract when you have Dick Grayson. Walking down the stairs, going, Here is Nightwing! That, that is probably and the oh most my fabulous. Fabulousness. That is pretty fabulous. I mean, that yeah. has left such an impression on me. I will say, actually. Yeah, that thing was amazing. In all honesty, I think the sexiest moment in any of the comic books we've read so far is actually Dark Phoenix, where um, uh, Scott Summers and. Uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? Jean Grey. Huh? Jean Grey. Jean Grey, mm -hmm. get it on on top of Mountaintop. Like that's probably the hottest. Like, hey, would you get that yeah. body? Yeah, like, I got it from I was, my like, daddy. That was that moment, like, because I'd never read that book before, and I was reading that, going like, oh damn, oh, oh damn, okay. oh, girl, so, can get it on. Mm. So, so I do need a thank you cue for that. That was amazing. <laughs> And people, I brought it up in the real world outside of this podcast, and people just look at me if I'm like, no, you've got to look this up. <laughs> it is just so awesome. And they're like, yeah. what? Isn't that like look old the from the yeah. 80s? Yeah. I'm like, no, nothing's better than yeah. this. Yeah, look up the uh, the, the reveal of, not, the, the, of, of the Nightwing. First appearance of Nightwing. Yeah. It first was, appearance. Uh, I, I just love it so much. We'll blow it up and give it to him as a poster for Christmas. It's gonna be awesome. It'll be covered in white goo. <laughs> <laughs> Only under a black light. So okay, now if it's gonna be covered in white goo, are we saying? Because previously, yes. you had said that you would go gay for Ricky Martin when we were in high school. So I had it, said it, that at the time, and then so, you so, turned out gay. I know, and that's then, cool. And then you never backed down. Like you just because I, I, I texted you after I came out. I was like, so and he goes, well. You know, man of my word. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so now, I mean, he's also older now, so I wouldn't totally blame you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how well he aged or not. I haven't seen uh, him, but super well. Oh, really? Okay, oh, yeah. I, I saw oh, him see, then a few years ago, he, he's still good. Okay. All right. But so, but but would we add uh, Nightwing to that list? You know, we um, <laughs> Nightwing in that costume. This not modern costume shit. I'm not. Down yeah. for it all, but it's that one with like the gold feathers yeah. and the uh, you're, you're kind of a Liberace collar that is like Liberace on steroids yeah. with everything else. I mean, it's just so not the Michael yeah. Douglas version of Liberace. No, okay, I need a little bit more, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that's just I'm fucking Matt Damon. That's right. I mean, you want to look at something like what twists my others? Yeah, there you go. So, so Todd would go gay for Ricky Martin. Yes. Q, yeah. Who would you go straight for? Oh, um, Barbara Streisand. Just kidding. <laughs> I think that would make you. Did you ever see Queer Duck the movie? Yeah, I, I own it. I haven't. Okay, watched we it do. In like ten years. But where her nose turns queer, uh, straight duck back into queer duck. <laughs> but you know, um, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, probably like mid '90s Madonna. Okay. Like, my, my, like, uh, my, like Truth or Dare Madonna? Like, Erotica into Bedtime Stories is like my fucking jam. Mm -hmm. So, okay. like, I'm down for that. That's cool. You know, with reading Sex Criminals, you were thinking, and Quint and Q, sorry, and made this comment about how dare you reveal the, about the wizard behind what you did last episode and the one before. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that Pinocchio really, um, Missed the mark in what his superpower should be when he's lying. Because if you had some sort of character that every time they're lying, their dick grew an inch or two, that'd be like the greatest villain of all time. <laughs> I actually have a picture that goes along with that. <laughs> so that would be, I really think there is opportunity there for someone I'm that has sure, more gumption I'm, than I do. I'm sure there's a movie out there somewhere. Yeah, I'm, That's great. I'm pretty sure that movie is on men.com. <laughs> Speaking of men.com, did we just release <laughs> Pokemon Go? Yeah, I just yeah. I was actually doing say that they made a Pokemon Go gay porn parody. Oh wow! Uh, my buddy sent me a picture of Pikachu from, and I just, it's just a dude like with a Pikachu butt plug. Oh, well, you know, oh like okay. it's a thong. He's not, there's no butt plug involved. Did I ever tell the 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 um, the story about the condoms in um, Austria? Condoms, Rose. Condoms. No, you haven't. 
Okay, so... This, <laughs> I got that one. This, yeah. this, this actually ties into the story a little bit. So I was uh, backpacking through Europe with my uh, cousin, who I refer to as the Bubble of Hate, but that's totally a different issue. Mr. Butchin. Uh, yeah, Mr. Butchin. Um, but uh, we were backpacking through Europe. Um, so yeah, so we were in Austria, and we were waiting for a... Um, uh, a cyber cafe to open so we can check our email because we haven't talked to home in a while. And so we're walking down the street and I see, because okay, I'm like 18 year old naive as fuck from Utah. You know what I mean? Like I think I know what's going on. I'm, I'm, I'm a moron and I don't realize it yet. So an 18 year old in general, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But, but also from Utah so I was also sheltered but I thought I knew the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking around at, uh, we're like walking down the street looking for a McDonald's because we're classy Americans like that and I see this window across the street and it had like what looked like a couple, um, you know, in like 1950s style hat like she had a big wide brim hat and it was it was, it was like their back like they were looking into the um, window and so I thought oh this looks kind of like an American antique store and of course in my brilliance I'm like oh well if it's a European antique store that stuff must be really old right so I walk over there oh god and it is I sh- the couple should have been an indication as to what it actually was which was a sex store and in the front window there were like rows like multiple rows of vibrators right and on each of the vibrators were these condoms that had three dimensional heads of like every cartoon character from your childhood there was all the Warner Brothers all the Mickey Mouses like all the Disney stuff so, it's so like, how were the these uh, oh, vibrators displayed. Well, they weren't. Well, so the vibrators were like on springs. So, so, so yeah. So they. So basically, you had all of your cartoon like characters from your childhood pulsating like a scene enemy in like um, in like pornographic form, just sort of like there, just flowing like at you. You know, like it was just. Oh man, they're all on springs, just like wiggling and just. Oh man, <laughs> going up. And so I kind of walk back like wide-eyed, and people are like, "Hey, what's over there?" I goes with this group of other Mormon kids at the time, and uh, I was like, "Like, we, should we go check it out?" I'm like, no. No, you should not check that out. Like, that was the end of my childhood. Like, I was like, okay, childhood over. I am now a man. Or that was your least, token moment? That was my token moment right there. So I'm there not going to play Lord of the Rings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brian, so, yes. we, so we'll go around. We'll finish up with yeah. you and me. So uh-huh. who are you going to go gay for? Uh, who would I go gay for? Um... You, probably. Hey. <laughs> uh, you went celebrity. Uh, celebrity. So oh. cute. Well, so cute, yeah. yeah. I mean, famous actor of star on screen. Um, it would have to be Q. Uh, you know, there's a few, actually. Oh, I don't know if there's a few. I, I don't know. For some reason, the only person who comes to mind is Tay Diggs. I don't know why that is. I mean, but he's a handsome, handsome he's man. A yeah, fine, fine man. So I'll go with Tay Diggs. I think that's a solid answer. I'll, I'll stick with that. Way of the gun. I understand. Yeah. And he was also in like he was in Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which is like my yes. favorite musical of all time. Really, yeah. I just you and I can have a bigger difference of opinion on that. That's okay because you're wrong. Um, <laughs> you know, one wrong man can always find a friend. Um, and see, mine, mine is problematic because in real life she's a lesbian. Okay. Uh, but mine would be Kate McKinnon. Oh no, for sure. Because yeah. she is just absolutely wonderful, and yes. I love her, and I yeah. worship the ground she walks on. Yeah. So I also I might say um, Chris Hemsworth as well. Especially after that Thor video that just came out. Wait, so Chris Hemsworth playing saxophone or listening to saxophone? <laughs> Either of those. But have you seen the Thor? What Thor was doing? I, I heard. I've seen oh, all of the so Facebook. Have you seen that? So. What? Yeah, the Thor one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, made me so happy. Well, it was funny because like, I remember somebody was talking about it. They were complaining. Like, oh, they when they were doing, uh, um, what is it? Ghostbusters. They were sitting there going, that guy cannot be that good looking and that funny. That's just not fair. And oh, you hilarious yeah. in that? Did you video. see the uh, the Grant Norton clip? <laughs> no. I'll show it to you. They, okay. they actually at the end they slime Paul Feig. Oh so, really? That's um, fantastic. It, uh, honestly, you know what's really interesting. I just kind of realized we're having a lot more fun just doing this than discussing the comic. Well, and I probably said something about the <laughs> yeah. comic, actually. Um, but I mean, I do like this comic. I do think it's fun. It goes. I, the thing about it is, is I kind of, and I'll, I'll be completely and utterly honest about it, because I do like this comic. I did recommend it, so I will take blame for that. And when Q was kind of pointing out, I had Dark Empire, so. Well, I know it's nothing beats that. But uh, you know, Q was sitting there talking about, well, you know, it gets uh, the only thing that happens is like it leads up to what gets interesting later. And I, I will admit that it looks like it's going to get really interesting. And then I've continued to read this book, and I don't necessarily think that the, the sex police, I don't think they've ever fully developed that as well, because I'm pretty up to date on the trades, and it kind of keeps going. But I don't feel like I feel like it's the same, the same consistent problem actually. Um, so I will concede to Q that they are. Wait, making the you know plot get in the way of their story or vice versa, they kind of trip over themselves. Yeah, and see, all I've done is I've started. Well, I've bought a couple of them. Are the uh, the X-rated covers? 
Oh yeah. It's like Brian Lee O'Malley did one where it was like Mario Brothers, but uh-huh. it's like a Goomba, it's his dickhead. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. there's one where like you chick bending over and a butt plug just coming out of her butt. And you know, like you do. Like you do. <laughs> so I think I think in that sense the the sense of humor and everything around it is is better than what's inside of it. I yeah. do like that it's very sex positive and it kind of it shows how these characters started out with like, oh my god, I'm so mm-hmm. you know I mean I think all of us when we're kids, unless you know you've got older brothers or older sisters. Yeah, yeah and you mentioned being very you know, closeted here. Yeah, not closeted. Uh, closeted is still accurate. Very, very sheltered. <laughs> yeah. As a kid, I mean, dude, like I've said before, I slept a dick before I knew I was gay. Uh-huh. Um, because I thought the word gay literally meant you're stupid. Uh, and so gotcha. I, was up, I didn't know a lot of stuff, and so mm-hmm. you know, when puberty hits, and all of a sudden, oh, holy shit, what you know, what's what's a wet dream? What's yeah. I, actually, I got called in the principal's office, almost expelled for asking a, a friend what a wet dream was. Cause I didn't know, because <laughs> everyone was so yeah. afraid of sex. So I fully, I did identify a lot with both Susie and John. Growing up and being like, oh, what the hell's going on? So, but I like that they took that and then made it very sex positive and, mm-hmm. you know, and the running gag that she she's really into butt stuff and she'll just like randomly blow them to stop time. And that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that you've got, I think it's interesting and fun that they're taking that viewpoint of sex because in America, especially, we're such a puritanical, like we can yeah. watch someone's head get blown off, but you show a nipple and, you know, you yeah. get slapped with a million dollar fine. The world's gonna end. When I was in uh, junior high, I, was in a science class and I kept mixing up the word organism with orgasm. Okay. <laughs> so we're sitting there in the science class and I kept saying orgasm and he's like, and he's like, you can see the whole class start laughing and they thought I was being like rebellious and just fucking with the teacher. Mm. I was just too stupid to realize what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do agree. I, I do think it's cool that it's very positive and I, uh, sex positive right. and that kind of stuff, uh, which is good. As I've uh, jokingly said before, I never got the talk. I just, my parents just got a HBO instead. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know. Uh, Q, do you have any final thoughts? Anything more than you've already uh, kind I mean, of put in there? Not, not really. I, I, <laughs> I, I think Adam kind of hit it on the head with, um, like, the jokes and, like, the like the fun part part of the, the book is, mm-hmm. is okay. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's fun. But then it's... Just like it's, it just gets in its own way. It, it definitely does, and like the the plot never seems to go forward because you keep going back. And even even when you're just like, well, what's the climax? Oh, well, it's the fight that they get into that is interrupted like seven times by mm-hmm. because technically the climax is the beginning when the when the sex police first try to find them yeah. at the bank, and it's like, well. Ugh, like, and then it takes you five issues to get to that spot again. Um, gotcha. But and by that point, time you kind of lost track of where you were in the first yeah, place. And I, 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 I'm tired of always like Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you're opinionated. That's why you're on the show. I didn't ask for people great. to not be opinionated. Um, it's. Uh, you're opinionated. Todd's wrong about head big. You know, it's, it's um, that is a terrible, just, terrible production. I just, um, I, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't read any more of this. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's completely fair. And I'll be honest with you, with the issues you had in this first book, it doesn't, it won't redeem itself for you personally. Like, and I'm, yeah, I'm on this boat with Q. Like, I, yeah. I'll probably buy the Q. I'll buy the individual comics with the funny covers because I think it's awesome. But I just, I wasn't intrigued to see what happened next. Okay. So, for me in reading this, um, Comixology, you should uh, definitely advertise with us, Comixology. <laughs> so we use you every single week. <laughs> we really do. Um, I'm actually a personally paying member of Comixology Unlimited. I'm sorry. And it's a monthly thing. But this was just part of that. Oh, so, that's cool. So, oh, that's cool because I guess they, yeah, I heard the when they first launched there were some problems where you get like, the first couple of issues and then you'd be like oh you have to buy the rest now so mm-hmm. I think they so but yeah the whole trade of volume one was just on the unlimited yeah, that's how I read this so I'm paying X amount of dollars a month to borrow things to read it and give it back to the library except it's <laughs> Amazon's library of comic books instead I have a library too he just sat down yeah he did yeah hi Jeremiah <laughs> yo so yeah try uh, to get Jeremiah on the show forever and all we're gonna get out of it is him Back room, like, Hello. Nah, you take what you can get. Eventually. Yeah. Okay, we'll work I'll on that. You off first, baby. We'll, we'll seduce you. <laughs> you, do that, you do that every day. Right? Write your fan letters to Jeremiah. We'll no, see if we can get on the podcast. It is. We yes. have the Aunt Mr. Maya. This is this. Tweet, tweet, tweet <laughs> Jeremiah, Mr. Maya, and say, "Hey, bitch, get on the Funny Books and Firewater podcast." <laughs> we well, have to realize that we actually have big gay love going on here. So, oh, you know what? You're like. 
you have a, a brand <laughs> Baymax. Baymax right over there, I'm sure. Like, uh, uh, yeah, you know. Oh, we need to get the thing to pump up, Baymax. <laughs> if Eddie's boss like is listening to this podcast, we need the pump. <laughs> that you guys already had a pump. <clears throat> Different kind. Different Just kind. a chump. That one's Swedish. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, Q, since you have to go be a lovely lady who lunches, um, do you have any recommendations before you bounce? Hell fuck! No way! Um, so, um, I, I, I won't, so at work, um, I, I, I mean, I usually don't talk too much about work because I try to keep it separate, but I just have to share this story. So, um, I work with adults with intellectual and, um, and developmental disabilities, and so I have. Speaks the rest of us sound like assholes because it's like we have like normal Joe jobs, and you're like helping save the world and shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would say save the world, but I mean, some of these guys can be dicks. Um, but anyway. So, <laughs> um, but then, anyway. Um, so I was having a meeting with one of my guys, and he um, is a huge anime and manga fan. And so I asked him, hey, um, you know, I'm a part of this podcast. And, like, the entire meeting, he was so uninterested. With, you know, we're, like, literally talking about his life. And he was so uninterested in everything that we're saying. And uh, then when I brought up comic books, so, like, his little eyes got all real big, and he got real excited. And, um, and I said, so... Um, if you know, so I do this this podcast, and we talked about comic books, and you know, and, and I read my first manga, and he said, "Well, what was it?" And I said, "It was Death Note." And he said, "Well, it is okay. The anime is not too bad, but it is not my favorite." <laughs> now, if you go back to issue thirty-five, <laughs> so okay, cool. Well, buddy, you know, if you have a a recommendation, what would what would you suggest? And I haven't read this yet, but I am going to buy it and I am going to read it because, um, you know, my guy suggested it and I'm just putting it out there to anyone else who would like to do this as well and maybe we'll do it on the podcast. But it's called Bo 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 Bo. Okay. I think that noise might come. He has a bit of a speech impediment. I thought that he was like making shit up and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Bo 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 Bo. Bobo, Bobo. And I was like, it, okay, so I looked it up, and it is a real book. It does exist. Mm. And, is it hentai? Um, it, it's, is it hentai? Because <laughs> you are not going to enjoy that if you didn't like this book. It is a real thing, so I'm going to get that, and I'm going to suggest everyone if they would also like to read that as well. Yeah, we can, we can, uh, we, we can put that on the schedule because we haven't done it. We did the one manga. And hey, manga. Spell this out for me because I'm trying to look it up right now. B-O-B-O-B-O. Dash B O. Oh no, I got it. Okay, there it is. If, if, okay, so kids, if you are uh, if you're looking for this online, if you just put in B O B O B O and stop there, uh, it will find yes. it for you. Thank um, you. So, so yeah, so, so I'm, I'm gonna get the first book and and see what this is all about. Okay, I'm, I'm you know. Oh, it looks like it's a it's a series too, yes. like a TV yeah. series. Yes. It is. Holy crap, Adam! You have Gumo. Oh, that's Eddie's fault. Eddie. His husband. Uh, uh. (laughs) Get that fucker! (laughs) I'm sorry, my husband has poor taste in (laughs) Okay. Oh, this looks like the... What? He's got, like, a puppet master with strings up his nose, and this... And it's got Misty, or one of the people from Team Rocket from Pokemon on it, and... Okay, hold on. There's a blue thing getting butt-fucked by a fireball. What was that? No, I, I, I clicked the link to get it to open the, the, the book so I could order it, and it came. No fucking way. Okay, no, okay. This this is too good. You gotta hear this. It's got a pink show. Bobo, master of, uh, master of fists of nose hair, uses the prehensile hairs of his uh, schnoz to most lethal ends. Follow the nonsensical adventures of Bo 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 Bo, Bo uh, and his sentient sidekick, Snacks, as their hair Delicious rebellion against the empire. Oh my god, this is a guy who kicks ass with nose hair. Oh, this looks racist as <laughs> shit. This is so fucking awesome. So thanks, bud. I appreciate it. I appreciate the, the recommendation. I am so yeah. down. Okay, I am. Let's put it after whatever it is that we've got. Okay, we're gonna do this because we gotta do nose hair fighting. There's like guys. a there's a bomb that's a girl with. No, this is so down. With like 
bodybuilder wow. arm. Look at, the, look at the shit. I uh, know it's amazing. It, like it's just the description. The fact that the guy fights with nose hair. I'm in. Like I got like, 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 like the porn I watch. <laughs> is this villain going to be the ear hair man? Uh, apparently. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Q. We will definitely take that under advisement. Um, I can't stop looking at this. I know it's amazing. <laughs> oh, he's like got like a, a he's got like a WWE championship belt, and he's got a he's man spreading and yeah. Um, oh, he's got the chest hairs. This uh, this might be a thing. That's kind of amazing. Okay. Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited about that book now. Like, I'm, almost a little, I'm a little distracted by my own recommendations. I'm like, this is this is just too good. Oh, I love that. You know what? I, I just imagine like the movie with The Rock playing Bo 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 Bo, which would be fantastic. Um, Q, do you have not Q? We already Q. Todd, I'm looking at you. I'm talking to Q. Todd, see, I can't talk to you guys now. Like, I have to have you in different rooms so that I can actually talk to you. Anyway, do you have any recommendations, Todd? You know, I had one, totally spaced it, and <laughs> had just um, cleaned me out. Um, but, yeah, you yeah. should. Um, I'm going to back up of this train, and let's bo-bo-bo it on. Bo-bo-bo-bo it on? Okay. Um, well, Adam is obviously obsessed with the nose hair fighter. Um, I... Uh, I was going to recommend. Oh, actually. Fully Let's do that one. There you go. Okay. Fully Cooley. Or Furry Curry. Or who the fuck knows. And not even the TV show knows. It's awesome. It's it's pretty bizarre. It's I Furry Curry? F-L-C-L is how it's spelled. Oh, I thought it was like a pussy. And it might be. We're not <laughs> furry, still not sure. Furry Curry sounds like an Indian. It's <laughs> Indian pussy. That's right. <laughs> So with the with the dot dot the feather. It's a yeah. six episode anime. And Actually, okay, so I had, a, I had a friend who was Indian. Budget. Her name was Alishaba, and I used to call her Dot. She got so bad. That's funny. <laughs> that just reminds me of Zach Galifianakis' uh, setup where he, he uh, with his setup a lot of times he's on the piano just playing. Uh-huh. And he's like, I had this Asian roommate. Every time she came to the room, I would go on the piano. And she'd be like, Why the fuck do you do that? I hate that. And he's like, Well, I don't have a gong. <laughs> Uh, that's horrible. Yes. Okay. We're going to go to hell when we die. We're going to go to hell when we die. You're so disappointed. I can hear it through the, uh, through the internet. Just, I got to go soon. So. Okay, okay, okay. okay I go. I recommend Hurry up and go. You, so. Hurry up. Okay, okay. Hurry. Shut up. <laughs> um, so uh, I read on the plane coming back here. Oh, it's not a recommendation. That book sucked. But I did read a different book recently. Uh, I read the second volume of the new run of Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't finished it off yet, but I will say the only Maya's good thing clapping. about it. Maya's approving of it. My favorite part of it is, is Iron Man hooks up with uh, Gamora and my favorite thing is so they have this little sex scene she gets up and leaves and you just see Tony Stark sitting there just going ow <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a whole conversation between Tony Stark and uh, and uh, uh, Rocket Raccoon about hooking up with Gamora it was pretty amazing and, uh, and then we just saw a cat drag its ass across the carpet this is extremely bizarre we were in a surrealist fantasy Salvador Dali is painting clocks in the corner uh, um, and Adam do you have any recommendations yeah. <laughs> Uh, God. I taught her that. <laughs> no, and now Maya's doing it. It's no, amazing. It's, weird. it's not cute when I do it, though. Um, no, so Fantasy Flight Games just came out with uh, the second version of Mansions of Madness, which is like a game. It's a board game based on the HP Lovecraft Cthulhu mythos. Oh, cool. And the really cool thing with this one is before it was you had one person like the Dungeon Master playing against the players. Mm-hmm. This one, you get an app for your iPad, and it takes care of all the work for you, and you just have to go solve the mystery. The cool thing is the mansion builds itself as you play, mm-hmm. and you don't know what the mystery is until you get in there and find out. So you actually have to, you just go in there because, hey, someone went in there last night, we haven't seen them for two days or whatever. Okay. And so you got to figure out what's going on, and so it's it's really, really hard, but if you love uh, anything to do with HP Lovecraft, or especially board games, Fantasy Flight always makes great stuff. If you're in Salt Lake City, go to Demolition Games, you'll get all your stuff 20% off, because um, it's an expensive game, but you can get it there for a lot cheaper. Fantastic. Woo. Cool. Um, I think that'll do it for us. Q, do you have anything else? No. Since you've got to run? That's no. all. No? Okay, that's, that's all from Q. All. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Um, we're looking forward. We'll be at Comic-Con tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll run into some of you. And hey, by the way, wasn't it great running into you at Comic-Con? Because now we're back in the past. In the exactly, yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah, it was awesome. It was great. So anyway, uh, we will see you next week. Oh, next week we are doing uh, Exo Man of War. Um, it's the first book that uh, dives into the new Valiant Uh uh, comic book line. It's a, a whole. It's basically their own Marvel, but they have like they're like Marvel or DC. They have their own um, 
uh, universe and that kind of stuff. Exo Man of War, the quickest way I can describe it is, it's basically um, a guy in ancient Roman times who's fighting against the Romans, ends up getting on a spaceship, becomes a slave. It's sort of like Spartacus, but then he ends up getting a uh, exosuit. So Spartacus, and then becomes kind of Iron Man, but he's also the chosen one, so it kind of has a little Green Lantern in it as well. Um, but it's uh, short and it's fun, and uh, we'll be recording that next week, and uh, you'll get to hear it. And the week after that, we'll be reading The Pro. The Pro, which Todd recommended. And, um, and Q hit. Sorry, Q. And that, and, and that episode, I will tell you guys about how my buddy taught a prostitute how to buy, haggle for blowjobs. Oh, fantastic! And I, and I will uh, and I will uh, discuss with you uh, the uh, the origami known as the stripper flower that I learned at a very awkward experience at a strip club. Yay. I will tell you guys about the time I accidentally picked up a prostitute. See, <laughs> all of these things well, are coming to you. See, You're just so good, you don't see, even know it. So Q is offering up that story finally, even though I referenced it once before, <laughs> and I remember the response was, "Don't you be telling my stories." <laughs> uh, because only I can tell my story. That's true. That's true. That's true. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Um, uh, and stay hydrated out there because it's hot. And it's Comic-Con, so you should be drunk. And anyway, it was. And it was. Uh, <laughs> it should be, and it will be, and it was. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. This band of knuckleheads will be back next week with a new episode. Until then, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr as Funny Books and Firewater. And on Twitter as at FirewaterCast. Go to FunnyBooksAndFirewater.com for the most up-to-date information. As well as cocktail recipes from this and past episodes. Thank you for joining us. And until next week, support your local comic shop. Tip your bartender well. And stay hydrated.